0: Slash drink And download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc. dot com slash drink. Zocdoc. slash drink.
1: And we're back. And we're fully fed. Not. Not. <laughs> I am just so hungry and sleepy, and it's dark. I was like, let's be proactive. And try to record before the food comes. Oy. Christine and I have been doing uh, double days, we've been double dipping. Yeah, what do they call that? Two, two two days. Two days. I'm like, I don't know sports. Uh, we've been recording two episodes per day, and wow, let me well, tell you, per it's week,
0: per week, not like every single day. But I would absolutely no, lose <laughs> my mind. We couldn't do that. We literally couldn't um, to record
1: two episodes in one day i don't know why it is so mentally taxing but wow i just want to go home and pass out for 23 hours you just made this episode sound terrible and it won't be because we have some good stories <laughs> i have a really good story i actually wanted i brought this up when we were not recording but i also want to bring it up now while uh, like while, while we are recording uh, while people have to hear it what while it? people are forced to listen to okay. me <laughs> so i was just telling you um i finally i a lot of people for some reason don't wrap their heads around this very well but as a podcaster i often don't listen to a lot I of podcasts i also can't wrap
0: my head around the fact that you don't listen to podcasts it blows my mind but yes
1: okay go on and i finally found one that i actually really like yeah you haven't told me what it is though okay so uh it's i don't remember how it got recommended to me but it, okay this is not an ad i promise this is just like yeah a podcast what? that i actually like well there's also only nine episodes so if far so if it were an ad i would know what it is it's called chillingworth have you heard that? no Okay, so... uh, Chillingworth. So these two... It's a true crime podcast, but it's only based on this one story. Okay. um, Of this, like, judge named Curtis Chillingworth. Oh, wait, I know that name. He's in West Palm Beach. Do you know that name?
0: Yeah. Oh. Are you covering that story soon? Wait, no. So it's a fictional story. Wait, no.
1: No, it's about a real judge named Curtis Chillingworth.
0: Oh, there's a lot of people named that. Named what?
1: curtis curtis Chillingworth.
0: oh my god wait oh this are this... you about to cover him no but oh. i did uh in uh, florida it was gonna cover this story it was wild
1: yeah it's bananas and so oh my god i remember this story it's fucking nuts okay so i haven't finished it yet but this so the whole point of this podcast um is that these two guys have been working on this case for 10 years and have all this evidence that Holy if you fuck. ever did want to cover that story, I'm telling you, you have to listen to this podcast. I will have to. Because the um, reason I
0: didn't was because there was so much of it. I was
1: like, I can't fit it for a live show. Well, there's so much more after oh, this. Well po- then, because yeah. apparently um, they got a hold of his like personal diary. And so they have like all of his own information. And they found oh, like years of... Um, audio footage from the like sheriff's county or oh, this is a murder story by the way yeah, like, yeah. He... He, it's about his murder he, he... him and his wife's murder yeah yeah yeah. it was brutal murder like really fucked but up but so there was like all this like recorded footage um from like suspects that never got wow. like released and it's been like fifth like hidden for 50 years and so wow that's the one you go to first interesting well so i i fell for it because, well, fell for it i love it because like <laughs> they lured you and tricked you. well the production value is so good like they have like um like 1950s music and sound effects only has 200 ratings oh my god someone recommended it to me i have no i think it was this is deirdre i don't remember who it's really good though well great i hope we get some uh press for this anyway some press a little bit they've been working on it uh, apparently they've been doing it for like 10 years wow yeah so it's worth. It's Incredible. definitely worth the listen. I
0: would love to listen to this. Yeah, I mean, it only and it's has, only
1: nine episodes right now,
0: but it only has two hundred. That's amazing. I don't even know how you found your first podcast to listen to <laughs> is two hundred reviews. I like
1: the obscure. I like the obscure. Apparently, yeah, I guess so, huh? Anyway, it's very good.
0: That looks awesome. I'm gonna look into that for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That Sorry. was a, no the story. I remember. I knew the name because the story is freaking crazy. Bananas. And like, I
1: tried to cover it for one of the Florida shows, and I went well. <laughs> too much it's really good too much um but, but yeah i don't listen to a lot of podcasts so i just wanted to like announce that i'm listening to one <laughs> yay like, news welcome thank welcome you thank you po- i get it
0: i get it the world of podcasting <laughs> oh my god meanwhile i just like can't even keep
1: up <laughs> um yeah so okay cool what was i gonna say uh usually i know like a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're driving and i do drive a lot but that's when i'm listening to like broadway so but you know like for hours every day i feel yeah. like oh man i love i love like 90s music country music 90s country music sure i just can't get enough of it so like once you put reba on i'm like podcasts who oh uh, see i'm the opposite well no i'm not the opposite i
0: fucking love music too but there's a certain point when i'm like two hours in where i'm like well <laughs> someone tell me something
1: interesting because i can only listen to sad
0: breakup songs and
1: no i think maybe there's three podcasts i listened to in total and chilling work chilling is now the third wow yeah Damn, dude i'm very selective
0: i love that it's neither mine nor eva's thank you very much i know nope. <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh uh, well um yeah that's well all. i'm very happy for you because you're about to enter a world of super awesome shows just like that or you're not,
1: or you're just gonna escape it again. I don't know. I'm probably gonna get through this one and then be like, "That's enough podcasts." Emma, <laughs> come on! There's so much good shit out there. I'm sure there is. I think I'm afraid of finding it and I'm then so... having to binge. It's the best. Like you, li- I literally listen while I'm cleaning. I listen
0: while I'm like working out. I listen while I'm like, uh, I don't know, journaling.
1: Whatever I'm doing, like it's just so cool. I think I get, I think I get bored of a lot of things. Like I'll listen but to a couple, not Reba, <laughs> not Reba, but never, Reba. but no, like podcasts, because like there are. Of the other ones I listen to, like, if I listen to, like, Jim Harold, I only listen to, like, two episodes, and then I can't listen to it for a little bit. Like, I, I need, oh. like, constant breaks. And this is only, that's like... why you
0: need a lot, and you just
1: flip them through. That's a good point, actually.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, Sorry, this t-
1: this turned into a wild rant.
0: No, yeah, I'm just curious, because um, I have such a different podcasting... Brain. ...world, yeah, in my head, so... um, Anyway...
1: Oh, you don't listen to Wine and Crime, huh? I listen, I listen to Wine and Crime. I dabble. Lies! I do. And the last <laughs> one, they mentioned me saying that I'm, well, I guess this is coming out later. But this week, the one that they released, they called me a, a clown in uh, recovery. Like, Oh. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. Amanda hates clowns. So Yeah. So does everyone. <laughs> I know. Well, most people do. Um, Just proving I listened. Well, all. so then you also have Jim Harrell. I have Jim Harrell. I have an acquired, acquired taste. And
0: um, my dad wrote a porno. I haven't listened to that in a long time. Oh, well, that's a good but one. that's
1: But the second I listen to it again, I'm going to like just like fly through it. Yeah.
0: So. Well, okay, guys. Uh, please don't let that deter you from listening to our show. Um, <laughs> even though Emma apparently doesn't. Uh, I wanted to add that a lot of people started tagging me or tweeting at me saying, like, well, I work at Pier 1, and I'm like, oh, good for you. I don't... Why are you saying that to me? Did you and, say something in the last episode? Well, so I'm going, I, okay. I'm happy
1: for you. A lot you. of Pier 1 employees have something like, to say. what
0: are the health benefit, Health care but I don't know why you're telling me this. And then someone's like, rude. I work at Pier 1, and I was like, "Aha!" Uh-huh, so I said something.
1: Got it. My dumb
0: ass took uh, several tweets to be like, hmm, what did I say? And then I had to go ask, because obviously I don't fucking remember what I said. Right. And I guess we were talking about a cowboy. We were doing our cowboy listener story. Uh-huh. Our listener episode. Cowboy Ghosts. You know, and um, I guess somebody videotaped their computer or phone while I was talking. And apparently I yelled something like, why go buy some shitty Pier 1 vase <laughs> with no cowboy ghost in it when you can buy a perfectly good mirror with the soul attached or something like bizarre like that. <laughs> and then people were tweeting me about Pier 1 and I'm like, I own like four vases from Pier 1. So I don't, like, I didn't, it wasn't a slight. I just kind of was making an a, sarcastic yeah, remark yeah, yeah. that maybe buy
1: something like that doesn't have a soul attached i sure. don't know i well, think it got misconstrued proof of why i don't listen to it and that's why we drink because i we say such humiliating things sometimes like our salt controversy oh my god i just I, why listen i was already experienced we don't it need to relive it <laughs> right we live it it's already like, it's like actors don't watch their own tv shows sure. it's like why would i listen to this we don't <laughs> why would i listen to myself talk to myself we don't uh okay we live it then we relive it when everyone tweets us about how we're wrong and then i like toss and turn all my life while i'm trying to sleep thinking of all the humiliating things i said like what year was the civil war Mm -hmm. and it's like what's a rhombus why would i go back and listen to that we
0: get enough reminders daily on social media of the dumb things we say and do that like you guys will help it live on forever in our minds like the whale
1: sounds christine will never escape i will never why would she go listen to episode 60 when you will remind her every day about the whale sounds (laughs) Also, like to be fair, like yes, you just got attacked by Pier One employees. I got mauled last week by the Virgos. So, well, that was my next. Uh, actually, the next bullet. Yes, was it? What did you say about
0: Virgos? Because I, don't I remember. have nothing to. So, what? So, you said something about Virgos. Oh, I know what you said. I think I remember. But they're hard headed? No, I think what happened was I said, Oh, I don't think I know any Virgos. And you said, Eh, don't care about Virgos. You said something like really dismissive and rude. And I want to be clear here we've got a lot of astrological tweets and complaints and anger. I have literally never said anything. M is the only one who has opinions. <laughs> negative opinions about astrological signs, to be clear. And,
1: like, I talk so much shit about Scorpios. My favorite fucking dog's a Scorpio. I've, like, dated Scorpio. But, like, I don't even... It's fine. I don't even know the
0: differences. So, like, someone's like, Christine, you don't like Aries? And I was like, first of all, I never said anything. And then they're like, you never mention Aries. I'm like, I don't mention any of them. <laughs> M is the only one. And also, like, I don't know. I didn't even know Renee was of Aries until, like, this year. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, sorry. I... I don't have
1: these opinions. I'm sorry. I love you all seriously. I mean, at the end of the t- like, yeah, like I, <laughs> no, and I has shit M on has people. Strong opinions, but at the same time, like, okay, half the people are like half the uh, the signs that I like talk shit about are my best friends at the exact same right, time. So right, right, everyone right, right. needs to chillax you're being such scorpio virgo tauruses right now you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah. i
0: know i don't really but i'll go along with it um also then so my thing that i was gonna say is that i went to this wedding in kansas city this weekend which was a blast congratulations grace and brent i uh, <laughs> hope you're having fun in jamaica um and it was so much fun and blaze's mom and i partied it was super great uh sherry blaze's mom found some frosting found a two-year-old's birthday cake with blue fondant I love it. And started walking around trying to make everyone lick it. To oh, make cool. their tongues blue. <laughs> like doing shots of icing. So we got some blue tongues. It was a... Anyway, let's just say we had a good time. Um, and she was like, oh, I'm going to listen to your episode this week or something. And I was like, oh, don't do that. But she does <laughs> because she's such a loving... A gem,
1: such a warm human. Loving
0: mother-in-law. And uh, she texted me, hey, I'm a Virgo. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then she goes, so is side Blu's brother. And Len, his dad. And I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: So like my all my in-laws are Virgos. And I'm sitting here going, I've never met a Virgo in my life. My dad and one of my best friends are Virgos. And they are both equally hard headed as the astrology books say. So sorry that I'm just stating fact. Sherry said something like we can be bossy, but we're great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But like Blaze's parents and his brother are like three, literally three of the most level headed, grounded, kindest people I know. So I'm like, oh, okay. Virgos are great. Like, I don't they're the three I know, I guess. Until everyone else texts me like, "You asshole," I'm also a Virgo. But for now, <laughs> you dick Gemini, how dare you? I'd like to be clear; I don't have really strong opinions on this. I don't have really strong opinions about
1: Pier one, so you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, employees. My furniture—I apparently do, but my furniture begs it first. So, hey, what's this about?
1: It's about ghosts. <laughs> i think uh, also to all the people who fucking tweet that say that my laugh sounds like elmo i fucking see it oh i see you guys dear. say that shit god why did you put that in my head every every time i like get like really high up in my voice and i can't control it I sound like elmo you apparently. do get that little cackle going and you know what i don't say shit you know what we love
0: it all right so okay. let's do the real thing now let's let's pretend
1: to do the real thing i
0: guess we have to huh By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com drink for 15% off burrow.com drink.
1: A story I covered at a live show. Oh! oh. As yours is yours also a story I covered at a it live is, show? It is,
0: and I think we've already... We, did I, we pick the same town? Yeah, we did, and I don't really want to pretend that we did that by accident, because I'm, I'm not in, like, a super good place to be a really good actor right now. No? It's gonna come off as, like, wow, what a surprise! I'm gonna act surprised.
1: No, Tell me the town. Tell me the town. Um, Brooklyn. Oh, I am surprised. (laughs) No,
0: I know. (laughs) I'm lying. We're going to do our San Jose show because we did not get audio for that show. Woohoo. All right. And um, I don't even remember my story. I'm trying to find the notes, but I have a new laptop. So let's see if I can ever find them
1: again. I'm also very interested to relearn this with you because the title is very interesting to me. Guys,
0: holy shit. Mine's a a missing person. This is going to be good.
1: My story, I forgot that I covered this and I'm... Very excited purely by the title. So this is the story of apparently a haunted Toys R Us. Oh my god! What the fuck? Okay. In Sunnyvale. And apparently a lot of... I remember a lot of people losing their shit in the audience when like I screaming. talked about the Toys I R Us. I do remember that. So apparently it was well known to be haunted. Holy crap. Okay. By the uh, apparition aficionados of San Jose. In Silicon Valley. <laughs> so uh, the story takes place in 1844 and the first toys r us ever founded (laughs) (laughs) they had saloon doors back then. they only sold hoops and sticks there it is there it is (laughs) wow bringing back a total throwback oh In 1844 a man named martin murphy and his family moved to california simple enough wow good good start usually it's more complex than that it is i was really trying to break it down because i was having an anxiety attack on stage clearly so i was like when are we not let's make them basic bullets yeah um they basic were, bullets for basic bitches. There it is. That's me. <laughs> um, so Martin Murphy and his family moved to California. They were the first to cross the Sierras and... Uh, oh, that's cool. On a trail that would later be called the Donner Pass. Uh, I was literally about to say, I wonder if it was that one where terrible things happen. Yep. 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 They were also the first to bring oxen. Fun fact. Really? Very like the beginning of the Oregon Trail, some might say. Oh, That's fun. Um, during that winter... Martin's wife had a baby named Elizabeth, and she was California's first pioneer ever born.
0: Okay, now they're just like taking
1: everything. They there. really have found every superlative yeah, they can find. They have not the superlative record, whatever. Their uh, their mantles just jam packed, huh? With the most mediocre things, yes. Just trophies on trophies. Uh, first oxen of California. <laughs> That's not me. That sounds pretty cool to me. Uh, first baby. What was it? First pi- first Cal- California's first pioneer to be born. Actually, that was pretty cool. That's pretty baller, man. uh She definitely used that on the schoolyard. You know what I'm saying? Oh hell yeah! I was the first one here. Watch your mouth. Watch what your mouth. Elizabeth said, "I own this town." <laughs> Said so the ox. <laughs> Inside the Toys
0: R Us for some reason. I'm very confused by this story so far. All right. Everyone's like, where
1: does the Toys R Us come in? None of
0: this makes sense.
1: Uh, at only a few weeks old, Elizabeth fell into the Yuba River. Oh, dear God. Okay. But survived. Oh, and you. was nicknamed Yuba. Unoriginal. Okay, yeah.
0: I, I thought you were going to say U boat, and I was like, wow. No. Nope. Wow. Yuba.
1: Yuba. Yuba. So in 1850, they settled in the area that is now considered Sunnyvale. And when they settled here, Martin brought their house that he purchased and designed in Maine.
0: Oh, well, wait, they brought the house? They literally brought the house. Over the Donner Pass. That is correct. What? Okay. With the ox pulling?
1: Okay. So he arranged for the house in Maine to be built in pieces. Oh, I see. And then he shipped the pieces and built them back together. It was like disassembling a big Lego set bringing it with him and then building it back up it's all playing into this toys toys r us thing bingo ding 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 wow good okay. job i didn't even see that coming oh i'm You're just quicker looking. than you look <laughs> wow that's so kind <laughs> thanks it was the oh here's another fucking record for you oh by was, the way that's one of my trophies <laughs>
0: quicker than you look see how slow i came up with that joke
1: <laughs> it was the first wooden frame house in the region oh my god it was on 4,800 acres, it had 20 rooms, and they named the house Bayview. Oh, that's nice. That sounds lovely. It does sound lovely. 20 rooms that In Sunnyvale? In Sunnyvale. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. If you're gonna found a town, you might as well name it something like that. Something happy. Can yeah. you imagine if you got to name a town you just picked something really awful? You were just like... Like, shithole. Like los angeles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoa, whoa. in 1852 their oldest son james uh-oh here we go died on the second floor of the house from tuberculosis oh no and their youngest son literally james jr they just renamed their next son oh with the same that's name. like andy in the office when they just like yeah. took his name away <laughs> his he's brother. like no i was originally walter but then they oh. thought that better fit my brother my younger brother okay so james one died on the second floor from tuberculosis and then james two that's a lot of pressure right for the well, second kid He was, at the same time that James 1 was dying upstairs, James 2 was being born downstairs. Okay. So it was like a quick transition to just keep naming their son James. His soul just hopped in. They never, yeah, bingo. Okay. They never lost a James. They just broke (laughs) even. Just bounced out. They just got a new one. Okay. So in the 1880s, a Swedish preacher named John Johnson, or Jan Jansson, depending on the accent, uh he stayed with the murphys and he worked on the farm as a ranch hand in exchange for living there um while living there he fell in love with elizabeth slash yuba yuba and uh she turned him down and married a lawyer named william taff well fun fact the streets elizabeth way taff avenue and elizabeth <gasps> avenue in sunnyvale and los altos are named after them oh my god she got two streets she got two she got an elizabeth way and an elizabeth ave where's yuba road bingo man that's in the river actually
0: <laughs> i guess the entire river is named that so sure i get it
1: uh after she left the swedish preacher jan jansen he stayed on the murphy property anyway after being turned down and after she moved away he stayed on the murphy property and continued working on the farm and then one day while he was chopping wood an axe slipped no he split his leg no and he laid down and slowly bled to death no oh god that's gruesome and that was the end of Yanni, apparently. Oh, sad. The Murphy family and this home were very involved in lots of early California history, if you could not see from their mantle by now. Yeah, I mean, we get it, guys. Their display case. Um, the Murphy family housed many people over the years, helping the first residents of Sunnyvale find work and their own homes. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, they founded and established the Notre Dame College and Clara University. Cool. Um, which were both the first colleges in the area. Uh, Martin was the first rancher to have wheat, orchards, and uh, modern farm equipment in the area. He must have been a wealthy AF, man. Listen, he's just, like, owning the town. Seriously. He and his relatives uh, founded the cities San Martin, Sunnyvale, and Murphys and Gold Country. Okay. And his relatives were also the first bank commissioner, state assembly, and senate members. Wow. And two of his sons were officers in the Mexican War. So they are just nailing it across the board with the community. (sighs) Man, they're those
0: guys, you know, listen, I'm they're saying that family
1: uh, and you can't even hate them because they're like doing good things. Too. It's like, oh, well, you just keep volunteering. <sighs> Damn it.
0: Uh, volunteer I, too
1: much. Why I ought uh. <laughs> So the house was also, quote, the site of nearly every significant social and political gathering in Santa Clara Valley during the gold rush, unquote. <laughs> wow. OK, so, every single one, every single oh significant sign- social political gathering. Got it. Got it. In 1881, the Murphys had their 50th anniversary and threw a party at the home. Um, It was and still is California's largest private party ever held. Like, the party itself was and is California's largest party that was ever held. Holy crap. 10,000 guests attended. Holy crap. And the party lasted over three days. And let's beat it. Done. We gotta. We We gotta. gotta. We gotta one-up him on
0: something. And we can't bring an oxen. Like, we've lost that chance
1: we really actually probably could break this record with all of the people listening us. If we all just agreed to be in one place at one time, we could beat you California's could say, biggest party a party. I mean, it, it would be a party. I mean, but I'm sure it would sure, definitely last three but days. But I feel
0: like you could probably say that about like a concert. Typically. Yeah, but we
1: would call it a party for sure. We'd yeah, but label we label it early. I think maybe
0: there has to be a certain like, Oh, we have to like
1: pay for all the food or something. We'll just, we'll just... A potluck party. How about we just rent out a golden corral? eat everyone else
0: no 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 let's just rent out a golden creale end of story oh
1: just the two of us and just fucking handle that mac and cheese we don't need anyone
0: else involved i see it.
1: (laughs) that was a great idea forget the fucking party i you know (laughs) i usually always i always make it on like the third or fourth thought yeah you really bring it home that's for for both of us that's the sweet spot yep love it so this massive party over ten thousand guests lasts three days There were special trains arranged to come in and uh, to come in from San Francisco and San Jose just for the party attendees. So like you could only get on the train if you were an attendee of the party party. train, the party train. What the hell? Uh, I want to go for the party for the party specifically, they built a thousand square foot dance floor, and the wood was donated afterwards to priests for their chapel. Okay, so that's well, good. all
0: right. We're not we're gonna donate our chicken fingers to somebody to to
1: priests my belly for the next six months. Sure, thanks, priests. In eighteen ninety four, one of the Murphy's relatives, Fred Hoffman, was living with them, and Fred was working on a pump in the farm well, and he didn't notice oh, no. the well was leaking gas. <gasps> It was next to a leaking gas tank. In case people oh, I was like, like that the well make sense. is leaking gas. Okay, I wasn't gonna question it. Thank you. I I know what I'm doing. Listen, after this golden Corral one percent of the
0: time I am in and on. That's the one percent. Your brain. Listen, I'm in your brain.
1: So uh, yeah, so Fred Hoffman, a relative, in the pump in the farm well, didn't realize it was next to a leaking gas tank. Oh. He didn't show up for dinner, and so the family looked for him, and they found him in the well. Oh, he was inside the well passed out from the fumes he had fallen down into the well and oh. had continued breathing in the fumes until he died oh god the house stayed in the family for a hundred years and six generations lived there six generations yep. in a hundred years yep that seems like a lot of generations and in a hundred years they're doing doing the deed they're, pretty early i guess Listen, they're showing but they're having ten thousand person party situations they well, there's a lot of debauchery the to be world had. yeah real world <laughs> sunnyvale <laughs> real world sunnyvale <laughs> so in 1953 the murphys uh sell bayview the house to the city and in 1959 it becomes a hist- oh it becomes specifically historical landmark number 644 mm. but in 1961 it was demolished anyway due to decay and fire damage oh well, so they sad. were like you cannot be touched they just ignore that plaque let's destroy you yep yeah. okay they were like, where's the plaque? And just tossed it over there. Just footer. like, covered it up. <laughs> uh, in 1970, Sunnyvale took the open property, and on the site, they built a Toys R Us.
0: Shut uh, at okay. some point so I, I still didn't see this coming <laughs> it still shocked me it was like a hospital
1: we really got hooked on that uh, yeah, on I, that story I really lost I lost my grip I lost totally the forgot that a Toys R Us was coming into this
0: I still honest to be quite honest with you wasn't sure that a Toys R Us was coming into the story I <laughs> it kinda, was just like a
1: total joke I, I thought maybe it was a slight mistake but here we are <laughs> I remember at this point the audience all had also been caught off guard or they were like just tapping their foot waiting for the Toys R Us to show up I see they were like please And at this point, I was like, okay, the Toys R Us has arrived. The Silly Putty is installed. There it is. We're good. There it is. So almost immediately after the Toys R Us is built in 1970, employees report strange happenings. Ugh, not surprised. So the toys would fly off the shelves. People felt phantom touches. Mm. Faucets in the bathroom would turn on and off by themselves. Clerks were hearing their names whispered to them. And they could feel cold breezes and objects moving. Female employees apparently experienced what felt like someone invisible playing with their hair oh that's so disturbing dolls and toy trucks would fly off the shelves by themselves mm, nah. uh, balls would bounce down the aisle just like out of a pure it, horror movie it's
0: the toys that make it so creepy it's like children and toys somehow add but also such... like
1: not many children died the only one i can think of is james one
0: yeah i guess they're just pissed that they turned it into like kind of a it was supposed to be a historical like landmark a, it's and like a, a mega fucking mark. Joke. yeah like
1: a corporate. Uh, Balls would bounce down the aisle. Children's books would fall off the rack. The playground swing displays would swing and move on their own, oh. straight out of a horror oh. And some would even hear the sound of galloping horses. Whoa, that's which cool. They think is because Yanni was one of the farm hands that exercised the horses. And he died on the property because oh, oh he split his leg, remember? I thought he meant exorcise them, like, oh, as a priest would do. Yes, and and I actually. Was
0: like, um, we skipped over a really yeah, important chapter. He was an
1: expert in demon horses. He was actually
0: a priest? Right. Hold on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so he would literally exercise. Understood, understood, He would run around with the horses. But he was the one who also was using an axe, chopped bled his legs, out. and bled out on the property. And was
0: in love with her, so maybe he still
1: is. He's still there presence. waiting for her. Well, that's fucking tragic. Which we'll get to. So an employee saw saw Yanni, apparently. Oh. Uh, They saw a man in his 20s or 30s wearing his knickers, and he was in a white long-sleeved work shirt and a gray tweed snap brim cap. So he sounds like he has got his shit together. Spiffy. He sounds spiffy. Yeah. Um, Sometimes when people see him, he is see-through. Sometimes he's just a shadow. The staff apparently- have his lit. Like his... He has his leg. Oh, well that's good for him. Which is fun. You know, side note, let's make this about me. My <laughs> <laughs> gra- Always <laughs> My grandfather who died when I was a kid, he before he died, he had one of his legs amputated. Yeah. And then after he passed, any one of us in the family, once when he died, we all had like goodbyes with sure, him. He sure. like visited all of us in some way. All of us saw him and he was uh had both of his legs. That's a beautiful That's like I that's very comforting. Also. I've heard that sto- that, that i tell that happens. That? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very weird. It's nice to know, like, okay, you can still move around. Yeah. Also, uh, growing up, we could always hear someone walking up and down the stairs at night, and sure. I always told myself that it was him, and we were always like, well, I can't be him. He doesn't have both of his legs. But now he's now got both of his sense. legs. Yeah, maybe he's he, just stomping around, just making missed, a point. He missed walking up the steps. He's like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want with these Maybe legs. Yanni missed what, exercising those horses. Maybe he missed running around on the horse. Yeah. Uh... So there were staff that apparently were waxing the floor, and one time a teddy bear kept appearing in each aisle as they moved through the store. Yeah, I mean, that is
0: literally Made of the worst thing.
1: Like, you see it, and then you ignore it, and then you move to the next aisle, and it's sitting in the other aisle waiting for it's, you. It's out of a movie. I mean, it's like out
0: of a cheesy movie. You turn your head
1: up. It's literally lifetime horror. Yeah, correct. Um, apparently, aisle 15C... There is an overwhelming smell of garden flowers. I wonder if that was where the garden was. That'd well, be cool. That's kind of nice. And some female employees will not go to the bathroom alone because they're afraid of being harassed by the spirits. Oh, uh, well, okay. That's not so nice. One employee uh, was quoted saying, when I go upstairs, I'll say, Johan, I'm only here to work. <laughs> when I go upstairs, I say that too. <laughs> just, you know, why not? I'm only here to work as in like, leave me alone. Who's I'm just here to do my job. Maybe it was Yanni. Like it was like... Oh, a...
0: maybe that was his full name maybe
1: because i only know johnny or- so it might have been Yohan as his oh. full name and then yanni was his nickname or something maybe. but anyway they're like i just maybe she's like fucking up his name and that's why he's pissed maybe, and still here like, it's like it's yanni how many times do i have to tell you uh so yeah she's like i'm here to work please leave me alone okay uh, so that's kind of fucked up you have to do that but all right some people feel someone this is nice though some people feel someone studying the ladder when they're standing on it
0: that must be so unnerving, though. Like, are they going to throw it over? So like, is
1: this a trick? Or right. Are they being really nice right now to throw the me off in a second by yeah. itself? Uh, well, that's good. And people also hear unexplained footsteps going through the aisles and will, I don't know if they see or hear this or both, but doors will open and close on their own. Apparently, a voice has shown up on the PA system that literally whispered, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Oh, my God. So I'm going to call that a firm pass. I just got, like
0: goosebumps the bad kind though
1: i'm gonna call it firm pass i
0: am gonna call it goodbye no wonder toys r us went bankrupt and closed
1: um (laughs) no offense that's the only reason all of them listen it will blame me blame old yanni blame yanni every toys toys r us has a yanni i'm sure i'm sure don't we all so up to 10 of the managers quit working there i'm pretty sure i remember reading this off of one article and being like i don't know about this apparently up to 10 of the managers quit working there because they were afraid of the hauntings. Holy
0: God. That's that's a large
1: amount of people.
0: That's like, they had to work there to get to manager too. So like they were there
1: for a while. Maybe (laughs) what, if they become a manager suddenly like Yanni's just like not holding the ladder still anymore. He's starting to shake it. (laughs) So, uh, apparently I was looking this whole thing up on Snopes and I, one of the taglines for this page was enter the Play-Doh aisle at your own risk. (laughs) it's wild yeah i mean they're not wrong though Uh, they're not (laughs) if a teddy bear is following you everywhere you might as well be careful don't enter any aisle please um so apparently they interviewed employees who had worked there for they had interviewed an employee excuse me who had worked there for 18 years and the employee said quote i don't believe in ghosts but you do feel a breeze behind you someone calls your name and there's nobody there Funny things happen here that you can't explain. Many people have experiences, not just one or two of us. He's like Casper. Nothing he does ever hurts anybody. That's nice. Okay. Except it it harasses
0: women in the bathroom and
1: leads people to quit. Except he says, I don't believe in ghosts. However, it's definitely here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, apparently teenagers would trespass in the middle of the night. Of course. To play with a Ouija board oh. and security had to start doing night shifts at the Toys R Us. I mean, that didn't help, I'm sure. Like. I'm sure. Who knows what the hell they brought in But also, there. I bet Toys R Us was selling Ouija boards at some point. Wait, they definitely do. So you're right. I know Target does. I don't know if Toys R Us does, but if they did, what is the irony there? Walmart sells Stranger Things Ouija boards. So I imagine Toys R Us had at least one version. At least, like, I mean, like, what are the odds that they would buy the Ouija board from there just to sneak back later and use it?
0: (laughs) Every time they buy it, they're like, they do have to do, like, a little, they have to take a photo and put it on the wall. (laughs) They're, like, shaking
1: their head, like, why we, why did we even sell this? Why are we doing this? So, uh, apparently there's a Reddit thread where an employee wrote in that had worked on the same property at, so not at the Toys R Us, but a nearby Petco. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> They're always near a Petco. Well, remember they always are. They oh, remember, it was like forty-eight hundred acres. Oh, sure. Oh, so it's not just the Toys R Us specifically. It's a strip mall. It's a huge piece of property that's haunted, allegedly.
0: Holy shit!
1: So apparently, there's also a Petco on the property, and someone who works there wrote in on thread it on thread we year a thousand years old <laughs> <laughs> we still think toys r us exist uh on reddit he wrote in saying weird stuff happens there a lot such as dog tennis balls will roll out of racks and office papers have been thrown on the floor
0: oh my god if i was bringing geo into a petco though and tennis balls started like chaos
1: chaos but also imagine the ghost that's so dog friendly that just wants to hang out with kind of sweet yeah precious very i imagine it's also like a ghost dog like waltz dog gabe sure yeah who lives here gabe does live here apparently him and geo are tizite. yeah it would be cool if there was a little ghost dog running around offering everyone tennis balls. It's like a kid being in the Toys R Us. Like the dog Truly. being in the Petco would get anything. I and wonder if wanted. the kid haunts Toys R Us and the dog haunts Petco and they like hang out together in the middle at night. To play, to play fetch. That'd be so sweet. Stop. That'd be so sweet. Oh my. So apparently this Petco employee also says that he said everywhere that was once Murphy property is haunted. So Toys R Us happens to be the most active area. And then this... Rocked my world. I oh. thought this was pretty cool. So there's a Snapchat. This was a while ago, but when <laughs> I when I was doing this story on stage, apparently the Snapchat was like more recent. It was of a guy who recorded all of the checkout lights flashing in a random sequence after the building was already <laughs> closed down. So you could look in the window and they were just like oh, all flickering oh, on their oh, own. Oh, oh. Totally random. Some of them wouldn't be on at all. One of them would be like going on and off like someone was switching the light. Then that one would go dark and the other one would start switching <laughs> by itself. Ew. It was super creepy, but it was super cool too. Cause he was like, I know I'm not crazy. And this place is known to be fucking haunted and I'm just filming it from outside. So you could watch that? You could like see wow. the, the cashier lights. Like, you is know, it's online? like-
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah, oh my god, that's super creepy.
1: Uh, The store has also been used, can you believe it, for many seances over the years. The Petco? Yep. No, 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 the Toys R Us, the Toys R Us. We're back at Toys R Us now. Still, the Toys R Us? Yes, the Toys R Us has been used for seances. What in the goddamn world? So, most seances here have been led by a psychic named Sylvia Brown. I've okay so she was, was like the toys r us psychic wait i have a book by her do you really yeah about toys r us about, That'd be interesting. Psych-
0: about developing psychic ability
1: so one of the uh so one of the seances was broadcast on the show that's incredible in 1978 i remember watching this entire segment in preparation for this and that's incredible <laughs> like you're
0: say in 1978 i was like
1: you weren't no no no, no. okay I, I remember it. watching that's incredible like this this specific segment for I've the never show heard of that show and it was like the most cheesy grainy I love 80s it. I show love it. it was really it was really cool though it's literally you're just watching a whole group of people on a ghost tour sitting in the aisles of Toys R Us while a <laughs> psychic is talking <laughs> From, 78? from 78 from seventy eight. oh my god i want to watch that so the store lights were turned off this is the segment sure the store lights are turned off the production crew the psychic and spectators are all sitting on the floor in the aisles there are two different cameras that were used during the seance one was in night vision and the photographers that night were hired specifically because they did not know the legends so it was like they won't have cool. any there won't be any bias they're just gonna take random pictures and what they find they find
0: they have no idea what the hell they've just gotten themselves into. <laughs> They're
1: like, why the fuck am I at a seance in Toys R Us? What is going on? So Sylvia apparently has heard Yanni talking and oh, said... Uh, in his accent? He said he spoke with a mild Swedish accent oh! and his first name was John, Jan or Johan.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense then. So that
1: checks out. Yeah. Uh, she said, I kept picking up the name Jan Janssen or John Johnson. Does that make sense?
0: It does.
1: As he walked down the hall, he, apparently he told Sylvia... Have mercy on me, Beth. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Oh my God! I just got chills. Is that not the creepiest? Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! And then he gets the PA system. I don't like that. He learned have how mercy he... on me, Beth. For those who are forgetting, he was in love with Elizabeth.
0: Oh my God! I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind. Remember,
1: she turned him down, and he still worked on the farm until he died, hoping to have a chance with her. Did and he... you said earlier, like, oh, maybe he's still haunting the area, waiting for her. And now he's telling a uh, psychic, have mercy on me, Beth. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. I have full on chills. Which is what he whispered into the PA system.
0: I love that he learned how to, he's like,
1: does anyone hear me? God, he's been here for eternity. He needs to do something. He's, he's to find his, he's learning how to use the cashier lights. He's learning how to use the PA system. He's learning how to use the Etch-a-Sketches to write out a <laughs> message to learn how to bounce the balls, the teddy bears. So as Sylvia uh, talks to Yanni, Many people report hearing a buzzing noise inside their head. That yeah, is super. During the seance, Sylvia told Yanni, you can move on, but he said he will always wait for Beth. Girl, Beth doesn't want you. God. Sorry, Johan. boy, but come on now. She said no. He also said, quote, in the meantime, he and this is Sylvia talking about it. Quote, in the meantime, he enjoys the company in the store and playing with the children. So he likes to play with the children. Creepy and adorable. Well, yeah, I'm like, hmm. I don't know where to feel about that so far. Okay, because there haven't been any complaints. Yeah.
0: I mean, the women complaining in the bathroom is questionable. But... Yeah, he's definitely leaving that out. His oh, who knows if that's artistic license. I'd like to think that's not him. But if they're doing seances, who knows who, who knows? are bringing in
1: there. So after the seance, photos were developed and many of many were of a shadow of a man surrounded in bright light at the end of the aisle uh-huh. which nobody saw with their bare eyes oh my god um in the pictures the, the figure is leaning against the shelves and looking at the group of people sitting on the floor and i have seen this i have seen these pictures Ew. because i watched the segment i can confirm this is not like uh oh, maybe it is maybe it's not it's a full-blown shadow man no thank you are you serious oh no leaning against the shelves looking at the group i promise he's just like chilling he's just fucking he's like almost as if he's like curious but hesitant and like wants to approach the group because they're talking to him he also
0: knows they can't see him he doesn't i full-blown have chills right now we
1: should turn that emf detector on because i'm feeling like that would be going off right now Yeah, because they know there's all sorts of freaking Robert the Dolls in here they can play with. Whew. I have a... a Someone just told me to go turn on the EMF and I'm not gonna. So... I'm gonna. Oh, boy. Here we go. The second I said it out loud... (laughs) Alright, leave it in the middle of the table. On the candle, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I make poor decisions when I have low blood sugar. (laughs)
0: That's my excuse. We just want to eat our Indian food. In the middle? Yeah, yeah. Near the turkey? I
1: don't know if it'll work now because we already had our spooky ooky feeling, but...
0: Well, listen, now they know it's there if they want to come back. True. Seems like they like to hang out for centuries. Right,
1: right, right. So, uh, let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so yeah, there's definitely a full-blown shadow man leaning against the shelves. Forget it. Looking at the group. Nobody was standing in the hall or leaning against the shelves because everyone was specifically instructed to sit on the floor. Um, oh God, that's horrible. There's a quote. Uh, they actually caught the person on film. And this was in this was in the presence of maybe 15 to 16 people who knew about it. But the photographers didn't know. So a lot of people could not one could see him. And yet both sets of photographers that were there, one with the infrared and one with a, either a digital or a film camera both got this thing on camera wow okay but the groups didn't know he was there there was in the presence of maybe 15 to 16 people who knew there was no one walking down the aisle in that particular Uh, time
0: no like live person no live person Got got it got it got
1: it so it was validated not only by the camera people but the people that were there they can confirm nobody was there and yet both sets of cameras got this sure Pictures corroborated everything that Sylvia sensed, and when she would say, he's walking from the right, the pictures would show a shadow oh. figure walking towards the right of the eye. Well, and if
0: these photographers weren't, like, her friends that she brings up, like, they right. were people who had Total no randos. fucking clue, then, like, they, what do they have, at, what stake do they have to make this shit up?
1: She then said, and uh, as another example, she then said, his hands are in his pockets and he's looking down. And then the pictures from that timestamp of her saying it show the shadow with its hands in its pockets. Uh -uh. it's super creepy man no uh she then this is while it's being filmed you can the camera's on her and she says yeah if you want to as if she's talking to him but you can't hear what he's saying obviously so you hear her say yeah if you want to and then she explains to the group yanni asked if he could kneel so it's easier for her (gasps) to see him no at the end of the aisle no and so he's gonna come crawling toward you the next picture shows the shadow figure crouching down forget it (laughs) forget it dude this is yanni this is yanni okay at least we know who he is he's not like demonic the other camera was not infrared and pointed at the exact same spot during the seance and this time that camera did not pick anything up interesting so up until this seance nobody even knew the name yanni so this was the beginning of where yanni even was validated in the story introducing himself here Um, After the seance, curious employees began looking into the history of the area, and that is where they learned the history of the Murphy property, discovered the ranch hand named Jan Janssen so that this they didn't know the history of it exactly Whoa. The that's incredible from 1978 segment was the beginning of anyone even knowing about the murphy property
0: oh so this wasn't even like a well-known thing
1: at the time they just knew it was haunted they were just like
0: why are all these uh furbies flying or the exactly. I guess at the time care bears <laughs> flying off the shelves they
1: just knew it was haunted and flying so, off the
0: shelves not metaphorically physically yes. literally got it
1: cool uh And so after the seance, they heard Yanni or Jan Janssen and then looked it up and discovered all the history I told you before. That is chilling. Yeah. Especially with these pictures. I'm telling you, you can see the figure crouching down with his hand in his pockets. I am going to look it
0: up in the nighttime when I'm home alone. By yourself. Will regret it forever.
1: So, uh... The arguments for Yanni being an urban legend, here is one scenario. The story is said to have happened in the 1880s, but Elizabeth died in 1875. So she would have already been gone by the time that he moved there and fell in love with her. Also, he died in the 1880s, but that doesn't mean he was interested in her before her death. So there's multiple things happening that suggest that the story doesn't line up. Sure, the timeline. And here's another one. There's no record in California newspapers of deaths by axe near the Murphy home, so that it, which he would have sure. his name would have been up in there. And the California census from 1860 to 1890 shows many Swedish ranch hands in Sunnyvale with undocumented deaths, but none by his name.
0: Really? Okay, so they were uh, tracking these deaths. Yes, it just wasn't in there. Okay.
1: Also, there's another argument that apparently Elizabeth went by Lizzie, not Beth. So for him to be saying, like, wait for me, Beth, or I'll always wait for you, Beth, mm. doesn't add up. However, Yanni could have called her Beth.
0: Sylvia, I'm, I read your book. I hope you're not lying to me here. You're uh, <laughs> making me feel a little doubtful.
1: Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. That was supposed to be an argument that countered it. So there was no record in California newspapers about deaths by acts in the Murphy home. However... Based on the census, there were many Swedish ranch hands that had undocumented deaths. So, uh, okay, okay, it's an so argument for like have he could have been there. There was just no documented the
0: unnamed undocumented.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. How many freaking Swedish? What are they doing? I don't know. Okay, I don't know what was going on, and the, maybe the gold rush and Swede, the Swedes were like, we got to be over here. <laughs> sure. I mean, they had an IKEA empire to build. So there is uh, apparently. Hang on. Let me let me read this first. I want to make sure I get this right hmm this is interesting is it please share it's interesting in <laughs> that i don't know my own nose oh good so here's the thing there was a guy named eugene who worked at a toys r us however i wrote eugene or toys r us so what i think that means is that there's also a haunted toys r us in oregon eugene oregon eugene oh and eugene oregon yeah. <laughs> eugene, bingo oregon. see we figured it out
0: so <laughs> it takes two <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so e- you figure out basic things <laughs> so in eugene i was like is eugene or toys r us those were the two names they were throwing around before they really settled on toys r us so apparently in eugene oregon there's also a haunted toys r us that is not Got as it. notorious for being a haunted toys r us. actually uh Allie did she knew say that she knew about it oh cool I okay i okay. asked her about it yeah yeah, yeah. so th- i just wanted to cover that while i was here so apparently there's one employee who has worked in the store since 1993 and has reported heavy banging sounds, objects moving in the stockroom. You can hear magazines flipping by themselves and see them fall off the shelves on their own. When the staff is closing up, you can hear strange whispers, noises and music coming from the back of the store. No, no. And an overnight crew heard voices coming from the bathroom. And when they went to check, nobody was there. Mm-mm-mm. It was also discussed on Reddit because uh, Toys R Us is attached to a Kmart, which is also haunted. <laughs> so th- Corporate America is just <laughs> fucking filled with ghosts. So, uh, Toys R Us slash Kmart in Eugene, Oregon, is apparently haunted, <laughs> according to this Reddit page I, I stumbled upon. Called here's the thread title: "Shit be haunted, yo!" Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> So
0: millennial journalism at its <laughs> finest in the Reddit
1: page "Shit Be Haunted Yo" when discussing the Eugene Oregon Kmart Toys R Us haunts. Trust me, one hundred percent. An employee said, "Quote: An unseen but clearly felt presence is there. Night workers tell of doors opening and closing by themselves, signs moving of their own accord, and on one frightening night, even though they aren't sound activated, a ten foot section of talking Elmo dolls oh. all started chattering away at once." Uh. It's said that workers will only go in using the buddy system. Boxes have been thrown. All the lights go out and walkie talkies will suddenly go silent.
0: That's terrible. You're in the back stock room. Shit starts falling. The walkie talkie goes out.
1: I remember seeing this on, I think there was a video of it. Maybe, maybe I'm imagining it, but I, I remember there being some footage that I saw of someone at the bottom of a, staircase and at the top of the staircase boxes like literally were flying that might have been a ghost adventure story actually <laughs> shit aaron, aaron gets... was at the top just throwing shit <laughs> it all gets muddled together at some but, point i mean we did just talk about you sounding
0: like elmo laughing that's like true elmo. <laughs> it would just be a bunch of m's on the shelf it's just a
1: bunch like of me screaming on the shelf, but m on the shelf <laughs> tm tm, TM. Mench on the bench mench on the bench so that is the story of toys r us sunnyvale yay
0: Dude, what the fuck? I like how that almost morphed into a man named Eugene who worked at the Toys R Us. I
1: really almost just totally made that up, huh? That's pretty funny. I like it.
0: Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18-store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. I was like, is Postmates even here yet? I definitely talked for a long time. <laughs> Not quite. Ring doorbell says no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Okay, so I have a missing persons case. Love which it. Hate I it, love it. Hate it, love it. I mean, I'm excited because, um, you know, good mystery. Sure. Nothing, it doesn't hurt. Um. This is the story of the disappearance of Kristen Modafferi. Mm. So... Let's just jump in, huh? Let's dive in. The food's gonna be here any minute. Kristen Deborah Motiferry was born June first, nineteen seventy nine, in Danbury, Connecticut. I remember this because Alyssa, my friend, was in the audience and I went, Hey, that's Alyssa's birthday and like <sighs> nobody like, everyone was like, okay, I don't know who that is. So it didn't really go over well. I learned my lesson to not really
1: just talk about my friends, but nobody. It's funny. People like to hear our banter until we're on stage, and then they're like, okay, but get with and the story. And they're like, what? what is this? <laughs> uh, okay, but hurry who, up. Who's Eugene? Stop. Okay. It's it's cute that we're charming and clueless until, like, we're face-to-face. Until and then they're you like, have to. They're like, please get your shit together. Yeah, until you're trapped in a room with us. They're like, I paid for tickets to this. Yeah,
0: yeah right. Until you have to pay for it, <laughs> and you're
1: stuck. Right, um,
0: right. There's booze there, you'll be fine. Exactly. Okay. Kristen Motiferry, born June first, nineteen seventy nine in Danbury, Connecticut, which is a fancy part of Connecticut in case anyone's wondering.
1: And Alyssa's birthday, wow. Wow. Well,
0: everyone <laughs> needs to know all these weird tangential parts of my life. The
1: whole reason we're doing this story a second time is just so that's that could land. <laughs> and I'm I'm letting it happen. I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> to be redeemed. Uh but she was raised in Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: Um, after her freshman year at North Carolina State in Charlotte, where she majored in industrial design, she decided to move to the Bay Area to study photography for the summer uh at UC Berkeley. Insert all the woos from the audience. Right, right, right. She moved to San Francisco on her eighteenth birthday, June 1st, 97, and used Craigslist to find a house on Jane Avenue in Oakland, California with four male roommates. Okay. Uh, so she traveled west, was all set up out there, and to support herself, she got two part-time jobs, one at Spinelli's Coffee Shop, which was located in a mall um, next to a haunted Kmart. No, I'm just kidding. There's no located <laughs> in a next mall. Next to Petco? What? <laughs> in Crocker Galleria uh, in San Francisco's financial district. And the other job she got was at Cafe Musee, which mm. sounds fancy. Oh, and it was because it was at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. There it is. Mm-hmm. So she also took, so in her free time, she took dance classes. This is like the most productive summer. She listed
1: so many things that she's done in this summer that I, it takes five years for me to do. That I've maybe done for a week and been like, this is too hard. (laughs) Dance class? No. Right. Uh,
0: She took dance class in her free time. I wrote summer after my freshman year. What
1: is Ugh, summer after my freshman year was awful. What
0: does that mean? Did I take dance classes? I was on Weight
1: classes? Watchers. I was too! <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> we got the freshman 15 turned into like the freshman 40. It was bananas. There was a
0: time where Allison, as in your Allison, I, Devin, and Renee at AU were all on Weight Watchers, and then we all went. Why are we doing this to ourselves and just like
1: <laughs> quit? That was, I remember going on Weight Watchers and actually being really, really good on Weight Watchers. It I worked was, really well for I me. I was very, dis- yeah, I lost a lot of I weight. Did, I was very I excited too. about it. But I remember there being this massive pool party that my mom threw and made like all my fair foods. And I was like, why? It really did you that do this? Yeah,
0: if you don't save up those, and then it's kind of, it gets really dangerous because then you start saving up points and then you don't eat to save up. It,
1: it, it like, it, it flirts with starvation, it flirts with some disordered eating that. Is if you're not consistently problematic allowing yourself to eat the points and you're saving up for one yeah. big thing yeah it's it's can I'm be not damaging
0: very damaging i'm not super supportive of weight watchers or any diet um
1: i'm supportive of my results from 2015 yeah and then 20 and then 11 lo- look where we are now <laughs> okay. lol lol i have a show where i drink milkshakes <laughs>
0: So, sucked on that. Don't. I have a show where I discuss my dependency on alcohol. So, <laughs> wow, we've come really far. Okay. Uh almost 3 weeks into San Francisco stay. Wait, I don't know why I wrote summer after my f- I'm, I didn't take a dance class. Did you class. make a
1: joke or something? I must have, but it's about taking... It's never fun to do uh, a story that you previously did on a live show because half the notes don't make sense because you were you're like... you're trying to like... You, like in ha- the
0: moment. You wrote
1: a joke down that like now you absolutely cannot even think <laughs> what of. What the
0: fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I think maybe my point was that summer after my freshman year, I moved home and didn't leave the house and didn't open the windows for four months. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's taking dance classes and is, has two jobs. That's probably the point I was getting at. I see. I see. But like, you, I don't need to explain this to any of you, you know this already. He just did it. Um, okay, so da da da. Three weeks into her San Francisco stay on June twenty third, nineteen ninety seven, Kristen finished her shift at Spinelli's coffee shop at three p.m. She asked a co-worker for directions to Baker Beach and then left work for the day. Strangely enough, forty five minutes later, the coffee shop manager spotted Kristen still at the mall, even
1: though she left work early to go to the beach. Ooh, so it looks like she's oh, Okay, so it's not like she was playing hooky. She already got the okay to leave. Yes, so that she. So maybe like her plans changed from going to the beach to the mall.
0: Right. So he just thought that was odd. Actually, I don't know what their gender was, but they spotted Kristen still at the mall, um, and they said it was odd because even if her plans had changed, it was very rare that she lingered. the mall afterwards sure. like She'd typically go home.
1: Yeah, I feel um, like if you work in a mall, the last thing you want to do is hang out at a mall, unless you're at the vape kiosk. Oh, that, <laughs> unless you like that was the last. episode. <laughs> at Spencer Gifts or something <laughs> real top notch. Oh
0: yeah. Then why would you ever want to leave? I actually would just sleep there. Yeah, I would just breathe Spencer Gifts. I feel like us in Box Lunch, maybe we get into a, a time warp situation. I'm telling
1: you, when I go into Box Lunch, I dedicate a full hour to that place. We
0: we rack up credit card bills if, like it's if you business. are
1: unfortunate enough to not know what box lunches and you do not have oh, check it out a, a physical store in a mall near you please go to box no <sighs> ad it's just so great and like every so the
0: the spare change so like if you for example spend twenty eight fifty three the remaining money goes toward giving school lunches
1: to like to to bolt,
0: round you up to a dollar to round you up to adult, right? They round up, uh, and that that change goes toward lunches for, uh, yep. like, elementary schools and stuff in the area. So it's really cool. It's a great excuse to buy Bob's Burgers merch.
1: It's a great excuse to buy anything Marvel. Anything. And any retro Nick. They've got it all. Nick? Yeah, Harry Potter. I mean, yeah. Anyway, let's go back to this. It's, like, hot topic for the uh, hipster adult. Millennial age. For the millennial. Yeah. The people who could have babies and be married, but instead of podcasts who and dogs. went to hot
0: topic. <laughs> And now, right, want to keep going, but instead go. Anyway, correct. Okay, People
1: whose parents are probably ashamed of them.
0: <laughs> you know well, the kind. We've reached the core
1: of the problem, yes. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, so the manager was like, that's weird. You know, she usually doesn't hang out here. Also, she asked for directions to the beach 45 minutes ago and asked to leave early so this is kind of weird what was even stranger is that she wasn't alone uh oh she was walking with a mysterious blonde woman that Mm. uh they didn't recognize but again she had just been there for three weeks who knows maybe she had made a new friend uh the manager kind of saw this shrugged it off um for time being but unfortunately this is very sad Kristen never made it to her first day of photography classes the reason she came out to uc berkeley which was scheduled for the next morning june 24th 1997 she also never picked up her final paycheck from the coffee shop shit her roommates had noticed she didn't come home that night but said they weren't alarmed because like they had just met her a few weeks ago um they didn't know that well buddies she might be a night owl they don't yeah exactly they don't know her patterns they don't know who she's friends with um, they thought maybe she would have met, had met someone, was staying over with a friend. But a couple of days later, Kristen's father called the house and left a voicemail answering, on the answering machine. So one of the roommates called him back and was like, no, we haven't, because her dad was looking for her. And one of the roommates called back and said, hey, we haven't seen her in three days. Like, she's not at the house. So Kristen's parents, Bob and Debbie, jump on a plane to San Francisco. They go straight to Oakland police. Um who reassure the motive fairies that Kristen's probably just a runaway. Right. Because she flies out there, works her ass off at exactly. two jobs to take a photography class. <clears throat> to like just out And then just like doesn't get her paycheck and doesn't take the class. It right. makes no sense. Um, by the time police came back to work on Monday to take a real look at the case, Kristen had been missing for almost a full week. Shit. Which we know at this point. I means she's probably it, not alive or that she won't be found. Yeah. It's not good. 24 hours, man get on it 24 hours meanwhile kristen's parents had searched her bedroom already they found so they checked her trash can and in her trash can they found a bay guardian newspaper that had a personal ad circled okay the ad read oh god quote friends female seeking friends to share activities who enjoy music photography working out walks coffee or simply
1: the beach exploring the
0: bay area interested call me
1: my first thought is that's not a girl. That's someone fooling a girl. Murderer. My first thought
0: is that blonde lady in the mall trying to, I don't know.
1: Oh, right. Lure her into something. Right. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you probably know like, better than me.
0: I don't know. I mean, I have no idea, but I just, that's the connection I made in my head. But who knows? Oh, um, d- oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. It's a geo and a food. It's a geo Puppinopolis. Del- delivering some naan. None business, Blaze. Nana, Nana. Nah.
0: He's over it. <laughs> Blaze is hungry.
1: Where were we? We have been fed. Uh, Blaze showed up with food and I blocked out. I don't even remember where I we don't were either. in this story.
0: <laughs> I'm so, I was so I don't think I realized how I hungry I was. I think
1: there was a blonde girl. Oh, there was. Oh, the wanted ad in the trash. Oh, my God, yeah. So let's get back to this fucked up shit.
0: Um, Right, so... Also, Gio's here. Also, Gio showed up because there was food. Um, So, right, they found this personal ad that she had circled. So, right. So, like, okay, fishy, um, in her bedroom. And detectives later tried following the lead, but the paper had already purged the information from their database, which was routine after okay. a certain amount of time. And uh, maybe if the police had checked a little earlier... The information wouldn't have been purged. Just saying. Just saying. So they completely lost any chance of following that lead. Like completely out the window. So they never knew if Kristen responded to the ad or if she had placed the ad herself. Mm. It could have been possible that she was looking for friends and had posted the ad. Sure. Or if it had simply piqued her interest and she had highlighted it and then never followed through. There's no way to know. Yeah.
1: She could have either totally went with it or
0: not at all. Or written it herself. Like there's literally no way to know. So police bloodhounds picked up Kristen Scent at a bus stop outside the Galleria where she worked and um, on the bus that and on the bus that ran that route. So she had gotten on the bus, according to these bloodhounds, whom I trust with my, all my heart, life right. and soul. <laughs> uh, and that actually let that bus route led to Baker Beach, where she had asked for directions earlier that day. Where she had ostensibly been going got it um and then again they picked up so they followed the bus route the scent was on the bus and then the scent was picked up again at the end of the bus route at the beach Mm -hmm. so it seems as though she had made it to the beach yes multiple bloodhounds picked up the scent uh they lost trail at the shoreline obviously there's water at the beach in case you didn't know yeah I, uh-huh. uh-huh uh-huh well listen we live in la so who knows there's anymore t- there's things we know that you might not peasants oh <sighs> peasants on july 10th 1997 so this was two and a half weeks after kristen's disappearance did you just wave to giovanni oh <laughs> i thought someone was like in the doorway
1: i got really no, f- I was just say hello he was giving me the
0: eye i was I know, giving him the eye
1: staring directly at you i feel we like were, we were doing the smolder to each other
0: yeah yeah i'm so happy for you Um, so two and a half weeks after Kristen's disappearance, local ABC affiliate news station KGO-TV received an anonymous phone call, which is always fun. Always fun. From a man who claimed he knew who had abducted Kristen Motiferi. So this was our first big break. Okay. They're like, somebody claims to know what happened. The man gave the names of two women whom he said were in a lesbian love triangle with Kristen. Interesting. Interesting twist. Love a good love triangle. Love it. He went to, unless it ends in murder, wow. then not really, but he went into a lot of detail about the two women going so far as to say they abducted her, killed her, then dumped her body from a wooden bridge out in Marin County. Okay. Police immediately were like, well, fuck. Okay. This is a lot of detail. We're going to search the area, but they didn't find anything. And then they found the two women that this anonymous caller had implicated and quickly learned that neither woman had anything to do with Kristen's disappearance. However, they could tell police exactly who the anonymous caller was. Okay. They knew him because they worked with his girlfriend. They're like, this guy is 36-year-old John Onuma, who lives about a mile from the Galleria. When police confronted him, he initially denied any knowledge of making a call? He said, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, okay. Fishy no, already, I see. Not good. Stop, Gio.
1: Gio likes giving kisses, apparently, yeah. but too much. Especially when you're sweaty. <laughs> um, also, big day for Gio, he learned how to open doors with his face. Yeah, it took him three years. Good job. He finally
0: realized he could nudge a door open. Beep, beep. If a door was about a foot
1: open, he couldn't go through it. He didn't understand he could, he was even wide enough to go through that space. Yeah, he, he just sat there and went,
0: literally that noise i've practiced until someone came and pushed the door open for him and he waltzed right in he
1: just thought it was a human superpower apparently
0: yes there was a time recently which i decided it it, it's over game over i need to change this because i get out of bed every five minutes because Gio can't decide whether he wants to be in or out of the bedroom um yes so Gio finally forced his way into the So so is probably a bad habit that i've instilled in him because now he knows how to get in here well well too late (laughs) sorry Okay, so John Onuma, he claimed uh, he had no idea about this call, and anyway. so it was oh, not me, oh, who me? Then they pressed him, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, that was me. I called." <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, yes. oh, that call, <laughs> oh, that missing woman, right, oh. right, right. Oh, that
1: lesbian love triangle. Yeah. Oh,
0: come on. You know, how, forget? you know how many I'm involved with. Right, as a man. Yeah, ostensibly on the side. <laughs> somehow tangentially related to. Just
1: an aerial view, apparently. Just somehow
0: watching inappropriately. I don't know. This guy seemed to not really have anything to do with these people. So he claimed he had made the call as revenge against the two women. Okay. He So the two women were like, yeah, we know who the fuck this is. It's this crazy person, Onuma. Onuma's like, yeah, I made the call as revenge against those two women. He told police he had falsely implicated them as Kristen's killer because he believed they were conspiring to get his girlfriend fired
1: from her job at the YMCA. Okay. I can pretty much tell you that wasn't happening.
0: Wowza. What a great excuse that was. I I already don't believe him. Listen, they're trying to get my girlfriend fired from YMCA because what else was i to do
1: right truly these two lesbians i must must frame them for murder they they should go to jail anyway they should i mean how dare they how dare they at the y no one messes with the y at our y
0: in this economy (laughs) (laughs) so her name was jill lampo and he said these two women were trying to get my girlfriend fired from her job at the ymca that's why i called the news and told them that they had killed Kristen." But police noticed something interesting when they were looking into him. Let's
1: hear it. She didn't work at the Y, to begin with.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, Onuma, they looked into him. They found out he had a habit of putting out personal ads in both the paper and online chat rooms in an attempt to coerce women into having sex with him.
1: Well, he sounds like the guy to do that. (sighs) Sounds like a fucking winner and a half. In
0: 1999, Onuma was featured in an episode of America's Most Wanted. The show had found three women... Wait, so let me figure out what year this had happened. Right, so this had happened in 97. Now, fast forward two years, Onuma is featured in an episode of America's Most Wanted because the show had found three women who claimed they were held against their will and tortured by <gasps> John Onuma. Oh, no. The alleged torture supposedly included sleep deprivation and being regularly burned. Mm, oh, my God. One woman named Debbie claimed she was victimized by Onuma months after Kristen's disappearance. Great. Great. Apparently, he hit her over the head and said, you know, I'm going to have to kill you. I can't let you go. Now, you know what happened to Kristen Motiferi. But
1: pff, End scene. End scene. That was the most
0: bye. perfect information someone would need. And the fact that this guy inserted himself into the crime to begin with. Also telling. Hello. Like, Fresh. What? <laughs> like, it just happens. Coincidence? I don't think so. What? I don't think I ever thought I would say that. Coincidence? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Methinks uh, not. <laughs> oh, that would, You're right. That would have been worse. I'll say that next time. Um, what's more, when police searched Onima's apartment, they found, quote, sizable amounts of blood. Sounds right. But through DNA testing, the blood was found to be that of a
1: cat. Well, that doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it worse. It, it well, still makes uh, it... It's actually really bad. Yeah,
0: it doesn't yeah it becomes its own own
1: tangential problem that i'm equally upset about yeah it's a
0: fully separate issue don't kill anything let's be clear okay don't fucking any blood is bad blood yeah yeah you know that taylor swift song yeah i heard it you get it so despite all this it's terrible i i remember hoping eva was in the sound somewhere like in the like ear muffing (laughs) herself bathroom like not hearing this when Mm -hmm. we did it humming a tune yeah just humming to herself Um, so despite all of this weirdness, there was nothing they could do to hold Onuma. It's all, um... (laughs) Are you okay? Did you black out?
1: Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Where am I? Oh my. We were talking about Eva humming about how much she loves cats, and not a single cat's ever been hurt. My eyes just, like, glazed (laughs) the fuck over. It is 9.45 at night. We have not recorded like this in a long time. (laughs) Um uh belly full of indian food you're just ready to hit the hay man what the frick is the word i'm trying to think of? i have no idea it's
0: it's not evidence that can be used uh what is wrong with me
1: come on it's not
0: circumstantial sorry okay i'm so sorry guys i'm not stupid i mean maybe i am but it's all circumstantial stuff so there's a lot of weirdness happening, but there's nothing like, "Oh, her blood was in your apartment," or right, right, right. "Oh, we found her phone number." There's nothing
1: firm and instant, right? So
0: it's all circumstantial or long blank stare. If you're, I mean, me trying to say words. Uh huh. Um, so there was nothing they could do to hold him. He ended up moving from his home state of Hawaii not long after. I'm oh, sorry, moving back to its home state of Hawaii not long after, he was ultimately dismissed from the FBI's person of interest list, although to this day the Oakland PD still considers him a person of interest. So huh. the FBI took him out, but Oakland's like, mm, we can keep tabs on the, tabs on you. So for many years, police and the Motiferi family were just like, didn't have anything. They had nothing to go on, which is just awful. Horrifying. Um, though the family came back to San Francisco six times to search for her. And every That's time. That's so it's, sad. It's tragic and every time they went home empty-handed it's terrible in recent years and um, there's been a renewed focus on the case especially the house Kristen lived in at the time of her disappearance so a forensic investigator offered her offered his services for free to the motive brought a cadaver dog who had a quote world-class reputation oh good boy oh, no or girl i don't or know they they who had a world-class reputation for finding the remains of missing american world war
1: ii soldiers wow salute to that dog i
0: really like that one gets me every time so the dog would find missing soldiers so that they could be reburied with oh. dignity in their name and their families could be notified i mean it's just dogs we're, we don't we don't deserve all dogs them. go to heaven we don't deserve them uh yeah 100 percent. scary movie by the way yes that movie scared the
1: shit out of me when i was a kid my first introduction to the afterlife, I think. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, not mine because I was in Catholic school, but went hand in hand with all the de- the it, I feel like demonic
1: stuff I was learning. All dogs go to heaven was a step worse. That I just thought all dogs don't die, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, they do, oh no, oh, right, they do, right, 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 right? They go to heaven, but they die. Oh, wait, and also that means we die. So hold on, I'm <laughs> right. three, <laughs> right. Right, and also you'll never see your dog again because you probably won't get into heaven right. knowing the rap sheet you're going to create and in this also, life. And also Miss
0: Yukater told me that Jesus would bring me there and I don't see him anywhere on this cartoon, so I'm really stressed <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> it was an existential crisis of the times. Wow, I'm
0: sweating a lot right now. Okay, yeah. So this dog is just a beautiful soul. The dog, when searching the house that Kristen had lived in, Back in the day, alerted to the presence of human remains in the home's basement. All right. According to one investigator and one forensic anthropologist, further tests confirmed that human decomp was present in the area. Mm-hmm. So this was a private search rather than being done through the police. So Oakland PD said they needed to do their own tests in order to add the evidence to the official investigation. Makes some sense. But that was three years ago um, as of this live show, which was in March, April. I don't could know. not
1: begin to tell you that
0: uh 2002 i don't know uh <laughs> <laughs> so the that was three years ago and since then virtually no progress has been made so police Shit. have not made any moves uh, like austin's we have made no moves toward doing their own testing even though this private test indicated there was human decomp by a forensic anthropologist and oakland pd said sure we'll check on it they have not done that um So, let's get into some theories and, of course, counter-arguments to all of this. So, some people believe Kristen's roommates weren't looked into closely enough. Remember, she lived with um, four men, and, like, there isn't really much information about them whatsoever. Um, At the time, they really didn't do anything to spark police interest, so they weren't really considered persons of interest. Also, if it is Kristen's body buried under the house... Why would bloodhounds have picked up her scent at the beach? Sure. Which is kind of a weird... It's like, it's good evidence that throws off other
1: good evidence. Exactly.
0: So there's kind of, like, things that don't add up. Um, It was later revealed, actually, that Kristen had been to a summer solstice party at that beach two days before her disappearance. So what could have happened is that the bloodhounds picked up on, like, remaining scent from two days... Well, yeah. So she had been there two days before her disappearance. So they could have picked up on that scent... her previous trip got it and could not have even gone on the bus that day another theory is that Kristen did go to the beach as planned but died in a tragic accident possibly slipping on a rock and falling into the water the area is apparently extremely dangerous during high tide rocks are extremely slippery if she had fallen and drowned under the right circumstances Mm. it's entirely possible her body would never have been recovered um so freak tragic accident sure entirely which is possible Yeah. yeah totally possible Uh, One more fact that isn't discussed as broadly and is only recently coming to light is that the house on Jane Avenue where Kristen lived and where the human remains were since discovered Mm -hmm. uh, was adjacent to a halfway house for convicted felons, uh, many of whom had been convicted of extremely violent offenses and many of whom were notorious for violating their parole. Got it. And this allegedly wasn't disclosed to the residents on the street, even though it was supposed to, mm. and could have proved an interesting lead. Maybe if they had moved for if they moved forward with testing the remains near the house, right? I think that might be an interesting lead to follow up on. In the year 2000, a law called Kristen's Act was introduced that aimed to provide assistance to law enforcement and families in missing persons cases of those over the age of 17. Because a lot of times, if they're older than that, police say, you know, well. They're an adult. Right. Like, they could have just gone camping for a week and not told you. They could be out on a, you know, a binge somewhere. Right, right, come right. Back. They could be running away, whatever it may be. But so this law provided assistance for those missing over the age of 17. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, the center's federal funding ran out in 2005 when the law <sighs> oh, expired. No. But with the help of volunteer efforts, it has continued to this day. So Yay! now it's I know. So now it's run entirely by uh, by volunteer donations so that's kind of a cool thing if you're up in that area to look into so i wrote this line in here let's hope it's true quote i want to end on somewhat of a bright spot in all this which Great. seems like maybe isn't possible." past christine <laughs> yeah good for me what did i write summer after freshman year all right right Who right, the right hell knows? weight watchers Wait, what, what the fuck am i talking about um okay and that's the story of dennis may mayon man man who's a friend of the Modaferi family. So when Kristen first disappeared, he felt compelled to help the Modaferis because they were just in like tragic mourning and had no answers. So he joined the search for Kristen. He figured he'd be gone for a few weeks uh, helping assist the family in the search before heading back to Charlotte. What he didn't realize is that 20 years later, he would still be working on the case. With permission from the family, Dennis has become the Motiferi's own sort of private investigator. He's spent more than a third of his life investigating her disappearance. He's followed every possible lead, every possible angle. And to this day, he is still hoping and believes that he'll find answers. Oh, wow. Uh, He and the Motiferry family run a website called findkristin.com. So if anyone has any information pertaining to Kristen's disappearance, uh, they're urged to visit the website and submit a tip. You can also see her photo and um, see what she might look like. And that is the story of the disappearance of Kristen Motiferry. Wow. That is a wild one. That is a little trip. I know. Let's hope something comes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Food coma.
1: I think we are in a food coma.
0: <sighs> Thanks for listening, guys.
1: Mm. It's such a shame you never found out. I guess my best bet would be that she just slipped on the rocks.
0: I think that, because I, I remember I went through, like, uh, thread It, as you like to call it, rabbit hole. Thread uh, It,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> And I remember a lot of people, actually in a lot of these cases, um, when people go missing there are always those people who are who are like hey you know it's fun to go through all the theory or not fun but it's like you know yeah. compelling and human nature to go through all the possible suspects and theories and twists and turns but a lot of times um you know the simplest explanation could just be the answer which is they injured themselves on a hike or whatever yeah. it may be like the story of the girls uh, who went missing in uh panama back in the day that one um or here you know
1: right it could just be like an accident
0: right and people exactly and people have commented on this saying like i live in that area you don't go there during high tide it's extremely dangerous Mm. people have fallen and died there you know so if she was going to the beach to just explore or with a friend who knows what and felt like her body could have just vanished and no one would have known mm-hmm which is just also so tragic because it's like the, her family will then never... Never get closure. Never get an answer. Wow. Yeah, so. Well, on that happy note. I know, I know. I just like to think, like, since 50 years ago, DNA wasn't even a thought. Maybe in 50 years there will be something that uh, we don't know exists now that maybe we'll find some answers. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. At least we can hope anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's my story.
1: And you're currently in Austria, yes? Yes. <laughs> yeah or i think it's I going get back tomorrow how do you think it's going um, th- how it went i think i'm tired
0: um <laughs> <laughs> okay good i think the party was last night the one that i'm Ooh. uh the wedding second wedding um no i'm i think it'll be fun i'm really excited i'm gonna see a lot of family that i haven't seen in probably 10 years or more um blaze has never been to germany or austria so he's gonna see quite a different side of the world and uh see quite a different side of my family yep and geo is scratching his ear i'm extremely anxious about leaving the dogs and cat behind but um take it one thing at a time Woohoo! yeah so but i think it'll be fun
1: i'll miss you though i know well i want pictures of that austrian castle oh, property I keep meaning to
0: look up oh god i keep meaning to look up the uh the information like the history on that because i know i kind of guessed when it was built i don't have Very to, excited! I should, to learn I should about look, it. look it up. I'll Very tell, excited. I'll tell you upon my return. Also, I'm a guy. I have been meaning to tell you this for a while. Let me let you out real quick. This is like a side
1: note. Uh, Can yeah. you hang in there for a second? Or? In. Instead of uh, letting him out, Christine just feeding him bread to shut him up for five minutes.
0: It works. Uh, it works on me. It works on him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I t- was talking with my mom recently, and she just went to Germany to stay with my grandma, and we're staying there too. And this like crazy giant house like filled with stuff from the last 100 years I, it's just like a really out in the middle of nowhere but i've seen your
1: childhood home i can't imagine what your bavarian home looks like oh it's
0: that but like ad stories and rooms great and they had like eight kids and it's just like the creepiest i don't even know how to explain it to you um so i'll just send you pictures i'll show you pictures i've never been where i could like the last time I went was like six years ago, so I didn't really get a chance to bananas go crazy with photos. I will take photos. But my mom was there recently, and she's like, oh, yeah, Oma, um, you know, she's visited every night by her brother and <sighs> um, all this stuff. And I was like, sorry, what? And my mom's just like texting me all this. I'm like, sorry, what do you mean? And then she goes... And I was like, oh, okay, is she all right? Thinking, like, she's getting older. She, yeah. li- she lives alone. I'm like, she still lives alone, right? What's going on? And my mom's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's very happy about it that they come and visit her now, now that she's older. And she knows, you know, she'll be with them in a few years. And I was like, what, what? the hell? And she goes, she's a little upset because her dad stopped visiting her after, like, decades. And uh, he's finally passed. And he came and said goodbye. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then she, I was like, oh okay that's scary or uh, that's scary i was like okay that's pretty wild or yeah. something and she goes listen all i can say is i couldn't sleep i heard footsteps all night every night i was there just up <laughs> and down the stairs and i was like mom oh my my god. grandma can't go up the stairs so like i don't know what the hell is going on but oh, my god i'm a little bit nervous about that <laughs> all
1: right well if you need to bring the EMF detector, by all means. Oh, God, I think I should hide that somewhere far away If you from need me. to bring your wine bra and get back into
0: drinking now, for a day. That is a better solution. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's going to be weird. My grandma is apparently very thoroughly convinced or is talking to her uh, relatives that have passed. Um, Uh-oh. The one she's close with. That's pretty cool, though. And very just, like, happy and confident about as it. As long as
1: they're Casper-friendly. Oh, yeah. She
0: has a Furby that she talks to. Perfect. That uh, I left because I was so traumatized by it that she adopted it when I visited when I was a child. And uh, still talks to it. Still talks back.
1: She sounds like an interesting character.
0: Apparently, recently, um, she kept hearing noises outside. And, like, she lives alone. And so she kept hearing noises in the dark outside and would go out with a knife to, like, see what it was. And I'm like, is- Grandma, what are you doing? Like, almost stop. And then apparently, she jumped out one night. She heard it and she jumped out. And it was one of her like faraway farm neighbors stealing her fucking potatoes.
1: This sounds like. <laughs> I'm not even a little bit surprised this person's related to Renata.
0: Wait, actually, I know, right? I'm like, god damn it, this is my mom. Well, this happened. Well, okay, whatever. But it wasn't her potatoes. I'm sorry. This time, I think that happened before. This time, it was her gravel. Oh, the my guy, god. The guy was coming, apparently, like, every couple weeks. And he's a young guy. So he was fucking taking advantage of my grandmother. Mm. Fuck you. Living alone. He would take small amounts of gravel over time and then steal it and, like, use it as his at his house to, like, What the fuck? Build his driveway and shit, so he didn't have to buy it.
1: What was he thinking was going to happen when one day she didn't have any gravel and he had all the gravel? (laughs) Fucking dumbass. Dumbass. Yeah, so my grandma jumped out with a fucking knife. All right, well, let's make a Kickstarter for your grandma's gravel fund.
0: (laughs) And, like, maybe a home security system. and maybe
1: more than a knife.
0: (laughs) Maybe, like, two knives. And just an extra
1: butcher knife. Extra
0: Furby, maybe, to keep her
1: company. If you leave a Furby on the front porch, I promise no one's going to come near that thing. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, anyway,
0: that's my tangent, but I'll tell you more about it when I get back next week. All right, well, thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you, guys. And uh, that's why we eat more Indian food. (laughs) Bye!
1: Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore.